Hey, what's up, guys? It's your Drive Home Podcast. I'm your Drive Home Podcast host, Ryan. Here with another... Here with another walking edition. I am walking it. I'm taking the Heel Toe Express, as I often like to say. Uh, and it is... Man, it's like 50 degrees here in, uh, in Northeast Ohio, in Cleveland, Ohio. Man... We are having some bipolar weather. I know I say that all often on here, but dude, it's February and it's 50 and tomorrow's supposed to be 64. It's funny um, how people here in Ohio, I mean, this is honestly, now I'm kind of thinking about it. It's nothing out of the norm. We, we have this every year. It'll be like a 70 degree day in February. Now you tell any Ohioan this in the dead of January. Oh yeah, you you know, we always have like a 70 degree day in February and March. You tell them that, they go, they look at you like you got three heads on you on your shoulders. But it happens, it's happening now. Uh some people believe it's due to global warming. I'm slowly becoming a believer in, in that. Uh, global warming is, I don't remember this happening when I was a kid, but then again, you're a kid. You don't, uh, you, you're not paying attention to every, each and every day. More so just, um, you're, you're paying attention to life events more so than each and every day when you're a kid. <sighs> but anyways, yeah, I'm out here, I'm walking because your boy's out of shape, man. I'm, I'm out here trying to get in shape again and I, I was doing pretty good um past couple weeks I've been working out because it's been frigid haven't been able to walk so I come home from work and I, I go to my basement I put on Kill Tony or whatever and on YouTube and for an hour for a whole hour I sit on that I got an exercise bike down there I sit in that exercise bike man for an hour and i'll do some stretches too beforehand and lift a couple free weights and whatnot i'm not trying to get bulk or nothing i'm i'm just trying to lose the weight man i'm just kind of trying to get a little more active a little more activity happening it's gonna be another uh episode where i'm huffing and puffing it because again i am out of shape <sighs> but it is nice out here now that the sun is down, it's getting a little cool, but nice day nonetheless. Um, let's see. I have, oh, I just, I have another podcast coming out soon. Another one with a guest. I'm pretty excited that these are rolling in like hotcakes, baby. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I feel like I was in a, a little bit of a rut there and I'm back. So as people are watching me talk to myself on my phone, thinking I'm crazy, sorry, I'm just excited. Oh, look at the baby. That's a big dog. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm back on here. I'm, I'm doing this thing. I'm, and um uh, that episode should be released sometime in the, in the very soon future. <laughs> I 
Uh, I had a friend of mine come over. I have not seen this dude in 10 plus years. So this, if anything, this is a way of me kind of catching up with some old long lost friends. You know, I was kind of feeling in a place where I didn't have any friends. And I do have friends. It's, it's just that I'm, I, I, I keep myself so occupied with other things that I don't actually do anything fun ever. It's always with my friends. So, um, so yeah, I'm trying to rekindle some old friendships and bring people on and they have stories to tell and other than myself just talking. So that should be fun. But yeah, this dude, we went four hours on this podcast. So I'm not going to let you guys sit through four hours. It might be only two hours if you listen at 1.2 or 1.5 or however you listen. But, um, yeah. Man, I really had to get quiet now that this, this family is close to me. I feel nuts. But, um, uh, <laughs> anyways, should have walked the other direction. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think things are picking up here so that's good so yeah um thought i'd do one of these supposed to be nice tomorrow too so i might do another one tomorrow who knows dogs they like to bark every time i walk past just like that um yeah i'm excited about that um i did man i i I made a post today in a closed group i got stuff to say but i can't bring up any of it it has to do with the podcast i mentioned on my last podcast that i recorded last year and haven't released uh once again that sounds confusing don't want to give too much information out but i'm getting some good i'm gonna save how do you save a post on facebook i don't even know how to do that i'm such a boomer Really, I'm an elder. I'm an elder millennial. But, um, okay, I saved this post. Got got some great responses. I'm reading some good stuff, and I'm gonna share that whenever I share that podcast. So that will be soon. Um, I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna start plugging some people on here. Huh? plug my um my good friend um one of my friends that i met in church a couple years ago i want to say she had a podcast called don't worry you're enough i listened to most of it it was good apparently if you do anything on Spotify or or anything outside of this voice app, it closes, but yeah, follow, um, like I was saying, if it even got recorded, a friend of mine who has a podcast, pretty new, but she already has a lot of followers from her former podcast, but yeah, follow Your Story Matters podcast. Uh, You can also follow... Your Drive Home Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. 
uh, follow us on here. Hit the notifications. I'm going to keep saying that even though my last guest told me not to. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been a pretty um, mundane Monday. I um, Other than it's nice out, that's, that's a plus. Um, last week, I had jury duty all week. And that was interesting. I guess I can't really talk about that at all. But I will talk about my experience. Most people have not served in jury duty before. So what happens is you get a letter. comes in the mail with your name on it. Please serve on such and such date. Please allow five days. So they're basically telling you you got to block off a week of vacation. So tell your employer that you need a week off. Um, So you go in, and there's like 300 people that show up for jury selections. So (laughs) your boy here, you know, this is my life, man. Everything in my life is just very fast-paced. Boom, boom, boom. This is happening. That's happening. Um, So, yeah, I... uh, I go and there's 300 people that show up the first day and they narrow they narrow it down to like 20 or something like maybe 26 I think. I, your boy here, who showed up with you know an iPad full of movies, I, I was ready. I was ready to sit there and just kill the day watching movies on my iPad or whatever. Nope, I get called within 30 minutes. 30 minutes of being there. To serve on a grand jury. Unbelievable. And this is just me. This is this is my life, man. This is everything I, I endure. I'm never just sitting around. It's always like, let's go. Like, chop, chop. Make it snappy. Like, very little downtime in my life. And um, I get selected. It's almost like my life's like a movie. It just goes from scene to scene. Very little downtown. Anyways, uh, I go in there. I'm sitting in the, uh, the the courtroom. I got no idea what this court case is about. And what they have is they have a jury panel to the right. I, I believe that's actually stage left. <laughs> if it was at stage. But it's, it's a courtroom. So maybe judge left. I don't know. But it's to the right. And um, what they do is they have 12 people on the jury panel. And... Basically, they evaluate each and every one of them. They ask them, is there any reason why you don't want to do this? Or do you have any health issues? Or, and I, You know, I, I've, I've talked about this before. I'm, I'm practically deaf. I'm, I'm very hard of hearing. So I did hear that part. And I, I, I was not in the 12 jurors section. I was more in the, I was more in like the congregation area, if, if you will. But I was like in the front pew. <laughs> And I'm sitting right in the front pew, front row, front and center, jury number 13. I should have known when I saw I was jury number 13. That's, that's an unlucky number, man. I should have known. And, and it also literally, I, I knew because there's 12 jurors, so number 13 would be next. So one person out of the 12, they, I'm not allowed to discuss, and I honestly didn't hear what they said. So that's good. Uh, they had an excuse as to why they didn't want to stay on the jury. The judge excused them. Uh, 
they were they were um, they were dismissed. So me number thirteen, lucky number thirteen, I take juror. I don't even remember his number. I tr- I take his spot. I'm first up the bat, pulling me out the bullpen, and they're asking me, "Did I hear everything?" I say, "Not well." They have me approach the bench. Not even kidding. I had to approach the, the judge's bench right away. Again, this is my life. I go up to her. She's uh, she pulls her hair back. She shows me her hearing aid. She she's hard of hearing herself. So she was really fighting for me to serve on this jury. She she said, "Hey, as a citizen, you have every right to serve on this jury." We can equip you with special whatever. I forget what she said. We can accommodate you is what she said. And I go, how you going to do that? Like, don't tell me you're going to accommodate me. What are you going to, you're going to perform a miracle right now, Reverend? What's going on? And, uh, they, I, I ask them that and they go, um, yeah, um, we can give you, a device like an iPad that's linked to the sonographer's um, typing, and basically in real time, I'm reading what people are saying in the courtroom. I couldn't believe how fast this. Anyways, long story short, com- made a complete ass out of myself. Felt completely and totally embarrassed. Um, the judge asks me because they're pulling me from the, you know, out of the bullpen back and forth. They literally pulled me in the courtroom by myself multiple times to show me how to use this tablet. And then the judge asked me, do you mind if we evaluate? (laughs) Will you you be embarrassed if we evaluate that in front of everyone else? And I go, "Uh, with all due respect, judge, uh, I think think it's a little too late. And she kind of laughed. And uh, these lawyers, they approached me, the first lawyer, freaking... It was just so funny, man. When that whole thing happened, every freaking Armani suit in the room came running towards me. And uh, the first, the first, uh, the first uh, councilman or whatever you want to call him, he's asking me about my hearing and can I hear well in in social situations. I'm like, yeah, I can hear sometimes, and sometimes I can't hear too well. Now, pretty much anything under 60 hertz which is normal room conversation uh i cannot hear so the guy he asked me something i forget what he said and the judge was like don't ask him that (laughs) and i'm like all right and he's like all right and um man this is a hard story to tell while walking so, so uh, anyways, in the second, the second, the defense lawyer, this dick, this guy was just, you could just tell, he was just, he had a smug look on his face. Everything down to just the way he looked, he just had an asshole face. Anyways, <laughs> um, he approaches me, okay, so no, I'm sorry, let me go back. The first, there was some point in that, cross, in that cross-examining during the first lawyer where he was like, um, 
he's asking me where I work. He actually didn't even ask me where I work. He said, has my hearing ever affected my employment? And I said, no. And they said, and were you employed as of last Friday? And I said, yes. Almost like implying like I lost my job or something. I don't know. This whole thing got so muddled and weird. And I'm thinking, like, am I on the, am I the one on trial here? Like, well, what the, what the hell? And um, so then the defense lawyer gets up. He's cross examining me, and he, uh, he goes, uh, oh, uh, so um, you said uh, you 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 where were you working last Friday? You. you you lost your job last Friday? And I go, no. He goes, oh, okay. And that, at that point, I wanted to just be a complete dick and say, yeah, I, I, am I hard of hearing or are you? <laughs> but being in the court of law, I'm minding my P's and Q's. Um, I, man, I, let me tell you something. I respected that courtroom more than I almost, I hate to say this, Lord, forgive me. But I had more respect for that courtroom than I did in, 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 in God's house. I hate to say that. Um, but I had more tightness, more pressure on me than I do in the church. Because I think it's because, I think it's because uh, they, 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 they're holding your freedom in the palm of your hand. They decide. Whatever they say goes. So, so yeah, I'm... Uh, uh, the next guy comes up and he's he's asking me like, oh, were you ever? I'm like, I'm like, dude, no, like, like, what? I didn't lose my job. And he goes, okay, well, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to understand. And I go, yeah, you know, it's funny, I'm I'm, you're trying to understand, and I'm trying to read and answer your questions at the same time because at this time I have a, an iPad in my in my lap. Like, who, who, again, am I the one on trial here? And, and like. I said, no, uh, no, sir. I think maybe where you got confused is the last person that was cross-examining me didn't even ask me if I was employed. But they asked me if I, if I was working, if it's ever affected my work. Didn't ask me anything about my employment. And he must have just took that as I had gotten fired. He was trying to make a whole case out of a juror, this guy. Just to get down to the, we, they didn't even, not even talking about the actual case at hand. So, and it's funny. Uh, so, so yeah. So anyways, long story short, this was at the end of the first day. The next day comes in more of, of me bashing me for being deaf. More of, uh, I almost feel like suing the county, suing this, this courtroom for discrimination. Man, look, if people can sue over emotional damage these days. We were in 2023, man. I guarantee you I could sue for emotional damage and win. Because here's the thing. The judge, yes, they, the judge did ask me, um, am I going to feel uh, okay them talking about it? And I just said, I didn't really say yes or no. I said, I think it's too late for that. And no, I should have said it matter. And, and, and to go along with it, yes. I'm holding back tears, man. It sucks that I can't hear. It's it's a sensitive issue. So I want to... Man, part of me, if I wasn't a Christian, <laughs> wants to just do what everyone else in the world does and just sue, be sue crazy. 
because people sue for that kind of thing all the time. Emotional damage. I was emotionally embarrassed in front of my peers, a jury of my peers. I want 150000 But we sell this right now for $20 on a pack of Newports. Anyway, sorry, that's from Friday. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I cracked myself up. Uh, I'm going to head down here and do some editing on this four-hour-long podcast, and I will be right back on your drive home. Hang on. And we're back. Uh, Not only are we back, but it's another day. It is Tuesday. It is Valentine's Day, February 14th. I know what date it is because you can't forget that date. Uh, Yeah, um, I am in my car driving home. This is a driving home edition. Finally, I'm actually driving home on your drive home. Um, Sitting here talking to myself. And did not record any of it. Um, but yeah, uh, I was talking about Valentine Valentine's Day and how weird of a holiday it is, and it's just a weird day. And some people hate it, some people love it, some people think it's just okay. But that's a Mitch Hedberg joke for you for you guys there. But. Um, I personally hate it. Uh, some people, everyone hates it for different reasons. Some people think it's, it's a Hallmark card company holiday and it was literally designed just for Hallmark and other companies like them to make money. Um, I I hate it because it gives me anxiety. It, It gives me anxiety in, in the sense that I went from being completely single as a Pringle to, okay, now I, uh, do, do I send something to any of my prospects? Do I, it's almost like this weird anxious feeling, even though I'm single, I feel like I'm like, man, well, this is why you're single. You didn't even make any moves. You didn't send no one, no flowers to tell them how you felt. If you really felt this way, you would have done it. Um, ah, crap, red light. I was going to run it, but better not. Um, so yeah, uh, Valentine's day today, I get a text from my mom. Uh, she texts me asking me to take some, some girl out. You should take this girl out. It's Valentine's day. It could be your first date. I, I didn't say this right away, but listen, I've done this before. I've taken a girl out on Valentine's Day. Not a smart move, fellas and ladies. It is not a smart move. You take a girl out on Valentine's Day, she's going to think you're interested in her. Which, by the way, you probably should be interested in her if you're asking her out on Valentine's Day. However, I've done this before. I asked a girl out on Valentine's Day. Sort of a double date thing where... I was maybe about 21 at the time. One of my best friends, or maybe I was a couple years older, maybe 23. One of my best friends um, 
it was me, him, his girlfriend, and the girl that I asked out happened to be friends with my buddy's girlfriend, so it was like perfect. So we all went out to go see. We all went out to go see. Um, oh, geez, what movie? This was a long time ago. It was the first. Um, what was that, Jesse Eisenberg? It's funny, I can remember the actors better than the name. Um, geez, what was that movie? It was a it was a, a, a zombie movie. Um, my goodness, it's just completely escaping me. Completely escaping me right now. And it wasn't like there was a. I, I think it's because there were so many zombie movies that came out around like the 2010s, the 20s. 15 era um my goodness i cannot for the life of me remember what the name of that what that movie was zombie land thank you it was uh it was zombie land um so we go out to see zombie land and um afterwards i don't think i texted her or I, I think I may have got her a card. I don't know. I was more... When I was at that age, I was more into partying. And and that was all I wanted to do, really. And um, me and my buddy Josh, we were pretty much, like, connected at the hip at all times. So, yeah, me and him were just always hanging out, having a good time. And, you know, girls were sec- a second thought. And, uh, well, anyways, yeah, don't do that, uh, kids. Don't, don't ask someone out and then kind of drop them like a bad habit because it's not, it's not fair. It's not fair to the other person. Uh, anyways, getting back to my mom texting me today. She's telling me, oh, uh, ask this girl out and, you know, if I do that, that's going to be straight up she's gonna expect a ring <laughs> you know what I mean like eventually like like we're, we're in a relationship so then I, I brought so so I'll, I'll, I'll tell a story that I th- I don't know if I brought this up um, I don't think so so a couple months ago I was leaving a position where I work again I can't talk about work a lot but this this has to do with Valentine's Day kind of I was leaving a position it was a new position and um, I was only there for a short for a short time, and there was a girl there who I'm pretty sure she was interested. I I I kept getting I, I'm not the smartest uh, tool in the shed or the sharpest or whatever, but but just the way that she would approach me and talk to me and. And my, my one of my coworkers was like, "Man, she don't she don't be talking to me like that. Like, like, I bet she's into you, man. I think she is." And I'm like, "Really?" And I, you know, this is work, so I'm treading very lightly. I, I don't want to. We got rules where I work. Like, you you don't want to. And then we also live in you know the times we live in. So I, I last thing I want is to lose my job over over something stupid, like pursuing someone. So. I'm like, okay, um, 
uh, didn't do nothing, didn't do nothing. My, my plan was, and this was a poor plan, to maybe send them a Facebook friend request after I leave to my new position, which would be in a completely different location and everything. So essentially, I would be leaving this person in the dirt <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and then pursuing them. That way... Uh, the reason my reasoning was that way if it if I read the whole thing wrong at least I'm not there at least I'm not there to, to for it to be awkward every day so um, it, time went on and my, my last day at, at that department came and this girl had everyone in the in the office sign a card for me she had devised for for a luncheon for people to celebrate my departing with a luncheon just that's an old term but just for lunch uh just they had ordered a bunch of jimmy john's sandwiches catered um again she bought me like these nice like house shoes like soft memory foam house shoes and uh, a card and um, gift cards and I don't know who all these gift cards came from. They were nice. I mean, one one of them was like a fifty dollar gift card. And okay, I've been where I work almost ten years now. I know well enough that where I work, though it is a decent place. Oh man, I'm really down, dancing around where I work, uh, but I have to to tell this story. Uh, where I work. They don't do this. They don't do departing parties. They, I watched a lady who had worked there 20 years. And she just left one day. That was it. She was done. No party for her. Granted, she she wasn't had, didn't have the best track record there. But yeah, she was nice to me. You would think someone that's been there 20 years would get a party. As opposed to a person like myself who was there a year. So, yes... This girl, 1,000% set this party up for me. I know she did. Um, it was a little much, I'll be honest with you. It was a little intimidating. I was a little embarrassed by the whole thing. I, I didn't know how to take it. I, I, I thanked everyone. I thanked her. I said, hey, I'm pretty sure the, you're the mastermind behind all this. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't know what she wanted. I didn't know what she wanted from me. I guess she wanted me to ask her out. Which I probably should have. I think she wanted me to ask her out right that, that day. Because I also noticed <laughs> that at the end of that day, she was like the last person out of the building. Which was also out of the norm. So, um... Like she's usually the first one gone. Punch out, gone. So anyway, and she's a cute girl, Mexican girl. She's uh, she's a cute girl, man. I just suck at relationships. I suck. I suck. I suck at pursuing people. I I'm I'm timid. I'm I I suck at knowing whether or not someone is actually interested and again with this being my place of employment my only my, my literal source of money uh, without this job I lose everything 
I'm walking on I'm walking on eggshells eggshells with this whole thing. I, I I don't want to lose my job because I thought someone was interested in me. So I did nothing. I made no moves like the simp that I am. Actually, I don't think that makes me a simp. I, I don't I don't even know what that means, a simp. I think that's like someone that's like I think that is me. I I've definitely been a, been a simp. I have been the guy who's also... I, I've been on her side. Where I've showered someone in gifts. And completely made an ass out of myself. And, and found out that they were a lesbian. Yes. Some of y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, and was never interested in me or my genitalia in the first place ever. At all. I think I might cut that out, but I don't know. I'll think about it. Um, yeah, I definitely got some bitterness from that. I, I can understand. Um, but I can now, I think maybe now that I was on the receiving end of all that, I can understand why that, that girl rejected me because it was embarrassing. I, I, this girl, let me tell you, man, I was simping hard for her. I, I, I and she had a child. Not only did like, it was a like Christmas time. And not only did I, like, shower her with gifts and bought her, like, a guitar and all this crazy stuff. I also, like, bought her child a bunch of stuff. Uh, clothes and, a, like, a, a really nice toy bin thing. Um, really was simping hard for her. Big time. I think I know what simp means. If that doesn't, if that's not right, if that doesn't sound right, someone send me a DM. And correct me on that. Can't fact, my, fact check myself. I'm driving. Um, but yeah, um, again, talking to my mom and she, she's asking me, you know, uh, well, what's wrong with her? She's very sweet. And, uh, I noticed that she's always watching you and I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you, but I'm just not. I don't know how to put this. I'm just not physically attracted to this person. And I think that has a lot to do with it, right? And now I'm confused because this is my mother. Everyone goes to their mother for advice. And my mom's telling me the advice my mother is giving me is to date someone I am not physically attracted to. My mom doesn't understand this. She's not a man. She doesn't understand. So, yeah, women are a little different than men. So, yeah, I mean, who's not going to take their mother's advice? I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, some people don't, but me, I'm the type of person that normally does. And, um, I know there's a lot of people, a lot of podcasters out there. One, I'll, I'll plug another one, Heart of Dating Podcast. If, if you're listening to me and, and you're also in the same boat and you're like, man, I'm single, singler than a Pringler. <laughs> made that up on the fly that was for free uh then then if you're in the same boat then uh do what i do and and uh listen to some of these podcasts like um heart of dating podcast great great podcast kate warmer was her maiden name i don't know a lot of these podcasters are getting married i don't know their last name so i can tell you her name her name is kate and my other friend michaela don't know her new name <laughs> but she her podcast also great your story matters uh i believe it's on all streaming services 
I don't think it was even that great. But, um, man, what did that meme say? It was basically just a meme from the movie Fight Club with Brad Pitt. And he's like, uh, <clears throat> what is the quote? It's a quote from the movie. Let's see. Well, anyways, I was, um, the other day, um, kind of going more with this relationship talk that I never got to with my buddy Tim, who's on my next podcast episode. <laughs> we, uh, man, our conversation was just derailment after derailment. We never came to any type of, um, conclusion on anything. <laughs> it was just, a, just, just a complete cluster of derailment um probably can't say that either um it was just it was just bad let me see don't think i'm gonna find it that's all right it's not that important it was something along the lines of or a generation of men raised by women. Something about not having a father. Which is not my case. I, I've always had a father. I don't even know what they had to do with what I was talking about. <sighs> but anyways. I, I guess because it was Fight Club. And it was like a really manly movie. I was trying to re- reference. I don't know. Um, which really isn't a manly movie. It's just a crazy movie. And a good book too. Um... Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't know what to do. The other day, I was invited to a singles awareness party. <laughs> or I don't know what it was called. It pretty much was. Because you were pretty much aware of who was single in this room. I'll tell you that. We had, um, we had a table. You walk in. I was invited by someone from church. One of my churches. That I go to. Frequent. And, um, he invites me, he's like, hey man, my brother's doing this singles mingle event down in the flats. Listen, I'm 36 years old. Last time I was in the flats, there was nothing down there but the Odeon. That was it. And I would play gigs down there when I was in my early 20s. This was 16 years ago, almost 20 years ago. Um, yeah, (laughs) yeah. little different. The flats have rebuilt themselves. If you're not from Cleveland, the flats is just down where the pier is. I mean, down where the, 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 the boating docks are in Cleveland. And, um, uh, yeah, it, it was interesting. They really built up the, really built, built that whole area back up. Brand new, um, restaurants and bars and just the whole area is new and very nice. So uh, I'll go down there. I go down there and I'm, I'm going to throw this in the, in here. Why not? Can I tell you, this is how weird I've always looked at. I always try to look into the significance of things like this place that I met up at. It was a sushi bar. The gr- It was so-and-so's sushi bar 
the, the, the girl's name, it was a female name, and it was the same name as the person who my mom, this is how creepy my mom is, whom, who my mom wants me to be with. So here it is. I'm in this sushi bar named after the person that my mother would prefer me to be with. Um, I, and, and she didn't even point that out. I, I, that was a clear observation for me. <laughs> um, and, and I'm there and I'm at the singles thing and they got a table and different wristbands for if you're single or if you're with a couple or if you're just, you know, whatever. I got the green band, which means I was single. So everyone is looking at your wrist to see who's single. And I met a lot of girls that night. I met a lot of girls that night. And it was, it made it easy. It made it easy to, oh, they gave us like a piece of paper with like questions on it. I, I think I lost it. I was going to read the questions on here and, and give the answers. But basically it was just an icebreaker. Come up to, come up to someone and say, what's your favorite movie? They fill it out. Really, they're supposed to put their phone number on there. Or you put your phone number on their paper it's just an icebreaker. Who cares about that piece of paper? <laughs> so, um, uh, uh, it was funny. We, I, I, I was like, you know, he, he told me, oh, come on out. There's only like one guy that signed up. I get there. There was a bunch of guys there. There were gay guys there. There, there were all kinds. Of, it wasn't just for men and women. Uh, and in fact, one guy did approach me, um, that was gay <laughs> asked me if I was gay. Uh, I told him, I, I know I got the look. I know I look cleaned up, but no, bro. <laughs> like, I know I, I know it. I know I might look like I swing both ways. And, you know, he was a cool dude, black dude. He was, like, really chill. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, good luck. Best of luck to you. <laughs> like, uh, it, was, it was cool. It was just, you know, just a mixer. I did think there was going to be food because it was a church invite, someone from my church. And usually us church folk, we're, we're, we eating, we're, we're going to eat at some point. That's what we do. We eat, uh, at least in the Christian church. <laughs> so I get there, empty stomach, no food. I had one drink. It was a, a heavy, a heavy hitter. Uh, y'all know I don't drink. So, one and done, baby. That was it. Um, yeah, so I got, um, as the night went on, it got a little easier. Then I saw some people from church show up. Some other single girls, uh, maybe 10 years younger than me. Uh, might make me sound creepy. I, uh. Like I said, I got a little toasted and I was hitting on one of them. I don't think she listens to this. And I hope she doesn't listen to this. Because she's got to be about 27, 26. And I'm like eight, uh, I'm like nine, ten years older than her. So, felt like a horse's patoot the next morning. <laughs> I just felt really, I think all I said to her was, and I, I, I wasn't going to, I wasn't being a complete uh, misogynist or whatever. I, I just said, hey, because I noticed she was with the other girls. They, they were all kind of like in this little huddle. So they were okay with talking to me. They, they knew me. 
I came up to them. I'm like, you guys, like, do you think there's going to be food? And they're all like, yes. And I'm like, yeah, I thought there was going to be food too. I'm starving. And I was like, if I got a California roll, would you guys all eat it? And they're like, oh, we're going to probably go get food. I'm like, okay. And then I, I single the, the one I'm interested in out. Uh, interested in out. And, man, I'm out of breath. By the way, I'm walking now instead of driving. Your boy is getting his steps in. And uh, I, I approached her. And all I said to her was, look, if I were a 20-something-year-old, I would be talking to you right now, much like I'm doing right now. Pretty sure that's exactly what I said. And then I, like, touched her arm and said, have a good night. And that was also very weird. I remember everything I did and said. And I, before I walked away, I said, I'm sorry, I just had to get that out. <laughs> like, something I've been kind of holding in for a while. Like, a couple years now. I've known this, I've known this girl a couple years. So, whatever. Look. I get it. I know what you guys are thinking. Ryan, grow up, bro. You're, you're, you're 36. Date a, why don't you date a nice guy your own age? Like, <laughs> I know you're... You know, I don't mean that, but, you know, that's from super bad. Why don't you date a nice person your age? Like, quit dating these young girls. And I, 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 that's exactly why I don't date anyone. Because I think that's what it is. Is, is I'm interested in, you see, in the wild, the elder male lion waits to the lioness is secluded and then he attacks so then he approaches he doesn't attack not attacking anybody but <laughs> happy valentine's day everyone i'm certainly not attacking anyone tonight i'll tell you that uh nor will anyone be attacking me Man, I really, I think I have a lot of sexual frustration. A lot of that stuff pent up from years and years and years. I remember when I was like, maybe 20, I um, <clears throat> had to have a talk with, with my dad about um, uh, something that he had discovered. This is, hey, I, I, I said from the beginning, I'm gonna tell, tell on myself, so. Yeah, I was, I was a young man, you know, as a teenager, and I had to have been about 19 to 20 years old, because I was only a couple of years out of high school, and I wasn't really uh, in church at the time, and <laughs> wasn't really uh, living the best life, not making the best decisions, and I remember my dad finding pornography on our family computer. Yes, that is right. Gen Z's, uh, Ryan here, we, my generation, we didn't have cell phones. We had flip phones that text messaged and called. That was it. So when it came to that kind of stuff, you only had magazines or you had the internet. And when you had the internet, it was slow and you had to use the family computer. Lord help me. So I looked at this stuff. I knew what I was doing was wrong. 
and my dad he caught it one time he he found and it was the funniest thing it wasn't like he was looking for it i was like 20 years old he um he needed help with something and he had called me and i was like oh yeah i looked that up the other day just go to the uh the history (laughs) or the top drop down bar and back then the history was like you, you you tap the top bar where you type in your whatever and all this stuff would like pop down you'd have a drop down arrow of all your recent activity what you've looked at whatever so i had um geez back then the options were scarce and i was too young to even know what i wanted sexually i was too young to even know what was attractive sexually other than just naked people <laughs> like I, I didn't really know so i'm like what, what do i do what do i look up what do i type in here now this is an x-rated episode i might have to to mark this one um uh um what's what's the uh like you put in an explicit flag on here and he's like oh what the heck is this he sees and the drop-down history arrow, he sees... Oh, jeez, what was it? It had to have been, like, maybe... This is this is what's, I think, the most funny... The funniest part was I would search for nude celebrities, which didn't exist. There were no nude celebrities, but these were essentially early deepfakes of... Bad deepfakes, too. They'd be, like, a picture of, like jennifer aniston's face on like the paciest white chick you've ever seen and like jennifer aniston with her tan like face on this pasty body that's clearly not hers um it would be fake photos of that of deep fakes that i would look up i didn't know all i knew was pretty woman and that's it movies I, I see them, I know their name, type into internet, enter, please and thank you. Nude celebs. <laughs> that was it. Just type that in, nude celebs. That was what, I mean, I can't believe I'm telling myself like this, but again, this was, I mean, I was, this was, this was almost 20 years ago. I was a teenager, essentially still. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, a little embarrassing. Um... And, and that was that was it. That was that was that was what I liked. That was all I knew is what it was. I didn't know what was out there or what's even like. So my dad sees that, and I had I had the full circle back to what I was going back to what I was saying. Um, <clears throat> and I have a talk with my dad, like an, a mature adult talk. Look, I'm I'm an adult. I know I'm 19, but I'm an adult, and you were married at this age. And he didn't know what to say to that. <laughs> like, look, man, you were married. I was, I am not. Um, do I need to elaborate? Because I don't want to. You could be upset at me for looking at that. But just remember how sexually frustrated you were at my age. And you weren't really going through what I'm going through because you were married. So, um, yeah, I, I think um, that drop of knowledge, truth bomb <laughs> on my dad, kind of was like, he was like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. 
I'm not even kidding. That's how the conversation went. And you would never think that with my dad. My, my dad's very quiet and very reserved. And uh, But he used to be really, really uh, not mean. He'd come, on, come down on me hard, though, because his dad came down on him hard. So, you know, that's, that's all he knew as far as raising a child, especially his son. Uh, is you, you come down on him just like 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 your old man did, and I um, don't intend on if I ever have kids doing. I don't intend on doing things quite the way he did. Probably a little more. Um, look, my dad is very wise. My my dad is a great man. He he's a smart man. He's very wise. He he raised me the best he could. My mom did too. But. <clears throat> but man, and, and maybe perhaps my own personal uh, male liberations from, from what I was taught is the reason why they get frustrated when, I, when I'm like my mom wanting me to date someone that I'm not exactly attracted to. Maybe if I weren't such a liberal person and didn't go so crazy when I was younger and you know uh, I, maybe I, I, I would consider being with this person because I, I'm not exactly who, who I was I, I've matured but I've matured into something that is not what they raised if that makes sense um, they, they went by the, the Bible which you know the Bible I forget what, what chapter or what where it's even found in the Bible, but it's a scripture. I want to say it's, I want to say it's Proverbs. Um, uh, it says, uh, raise a child in the way of the Lord. And when he grows old, he will not depart from it. Uh, it's either Timothy or Proverbs. I'm probably way wrong, <laughs> but, and, and it is true. I was thinking about this also today that, I, I haven't really departed from, from God or from, from church or Christianity. I've, I haven't. I'm, I'm very active in the modern-day church, in multiple churches. I haven't departed from it, but I have sort of departed from part of it. I, I certainly don't believe or am moved the same way that they are. They, they, their church that they go to now is very much like the one that we grew up. I grew up going to very old school. It's just an old school church. So the music's old school. The, the, pre, the teachings there is, is, is old school. It's, it's not fire and brimstone all the time, but it's, it's old school. It's very charismatic and get excited. And, you know, it's not exactly what's, you know, popular. There, there are popular churches like that. Pentecostal churches like that. But, um, yeah, I, I don't even know how I got on that. Man, it's getting cold out there. It's, uh, again, Valentine's Day. I think that's like the eighth time I've brought that up. Um, and I went for my walk. Might hit the exercise bike again. I, I, this is normal every Valentine's Day. <laughs> I find myself in the gym getting it, you know. 
I remember one year I was at the gym and I'm like, well, you got to be single if you're here, right? Like, this is it. <sighs> yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this Valentine's Day episode slash whatever the beginning of it was even about. Um, I'm going to be releasing this other episode soon. I'm having a lot of trouble with it. A lot of the volume, a lot of just gain staging. Um, I was I was kind of mixing while we were we were live and recording, which is I don't recommend it. That is a rookie move. Um, I don't know why I even thought to do that or thought that would be a good idea, but I did it. And uh, half the the I, I I basically had to essentially had to mix half of it, and then. Yeah, I mixed half of it, bounced it, and then the other half, it was just different gain stages and different levels and muddiness. And so the other half, I mixed that, which in turn changed it changed the whole project. But I was just mixing that tail end of it to sort of get, to sort of just get it sounding close to the first half. So then I bounced that put it all together. It's too quiet. The whole thing quiet. I think it's just a, 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 um, a, a compressor that I put on the master fader in Pro Tools. If anyone knows Pro Tools, help me out. <laughs> uh, so and until then, I'll keep doing these from my phone. At least I don't have issues with the volume on, on this. I thought I had all that worked out, but whatever. Um, yeah, that, that's going to wrap it up for, for now, but, uh, yeah, in the meantime, I hope you guys have a great day and, and a great Valentine's day and I will talk to you guys soon till then drive safe.